Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. E.D. Yo. Trey will play. Trey will play. Okay. That's... Not my words. That's what they say. That's not my words. (laughs) Straight from the coach. It ain't my words. It ain't my words. Straight Uh, from the coach. Okay. (laughs) This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, Plenty to get to on this show. We've got a lot to get to on this show. Uh, Training camp, you know, coming to a close here. Uh, Got to talk about that. Um, A couple of positional battle slash concerns that I have ED you may need to talk me off the ledge uh here once again <laughs> um you just heard it uh Trey Lance uh will play this season Kyle Shanahan said that we'll discuss uh that as well but first we want to remind you as always to continue to, to subscribe download rate and review we're located wherever you find your podcast uh if there's a like button on your particular subscription service go ahead and hit that like button um, also, uh, feel free to get involved in the show. I'm at Twitter at rhaylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump in Run. Uh, as always, we are presented to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Of course, I mean, look, nowadays you can bet on anything, right? Um, like I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, like how many plays will Trey? Uh, Lance get in in week one. I'm sure that's probably somewhere <laughs> out there, somewhere, right? Like, I mean, there, there's there's it anything. will be now. Yeah, um, I I gotta admit, you know, I, I I was dead wrong. So if you follow my advice and you voted against Team USA in terms of the men's basketball, uh, well, I mean, I really give you advice, but I just thought it looked a little cloudy. Anyways, uh, if you don't fo- listen to him, that's you, what he's saying. If you followed that, then one. My bad. Two, think about <laughs> other ways to use your money. I'm just saying. Anyways, um, with that said, uh, but you know, Bet Online has any everything everything that you want, right? So you can vote on you you can bet on pretty much anything. All you gotta do is go ahead and visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Uh, he, hey, and you, and, what, 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 I'm sorry, my bad. I jumped in too soon. Go ahead and say that. No, I was just going to tell the people that you're Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I mean, they already know that. That's why they tune into the show. But, uh, you know, it's kind of like a rhythm type of thing. But uh, we also got, know, we got I, a new sponsor, man. Oh, yeah. And that's what I was about to say. I, I, I was getting ready to jump in on that. And I, I guess I, you know, just, just. Messed up your rhythm right you, there. No, nah, so. you're 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 just you're just just zealous, you know, and excited zealous. about this this new partnership that that we're, uh, you we're know having what? here, or maybe just shocked, just shocked. That's <laughs> that's part of it. So all you know, zealous and excited about the partnership is great, but I'm shocked. So I, I don't know if you've heard it, but apparently NBA uh, star, uh, former NBA player. Lamar Odom is talking about returning to basketball soon. Incredible, incredible in Spain. Incredible. Yes. And you know, and I was reading reading the press release, and he started talking about this pH balancing alkaline supplement called Balance Seven, and said that's what's helping him bounce back from his hospital hospital hospital. Say that for me. Yeah, hospital. That that hospital, place where you go, you get the, you get the help no. and the rehab and all that with the doctors. Hospital are. hospitalization. That's the word. You know how you have some words and your tongue is just too thick to say them. You ain't got to so, tell me. So, and and when you talk for a living, we all find those words, don't we? Because everyone has one, but we tend to find them, don't we? Or they find you, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably it. They find you, but but that pH balancing supplement has helped him bounce back from that 2015 scare that he had to put him in the hospital. And even he said that um, I have a, a I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me. It's important when working out, and I always need my energy level up so and Lamar I couldn't agree with you more man so the cool thing for you guys is that we have this promotion running with Ballot 7 right now where if you go to their website Ballot7.com 
Of course, use the code BELIEVE at checkout and you'll receive a free bottle of My Smooth Skin. I know you love that stuff, man. With any purchase of Balance 7 products. Uh, that product alone, the, the My Smooth Skin is $13.99. So I'd say it's worth it, guys, if you go and use the code. So again, head to balance7.com, use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout uh, to get in on this promotion. Hey, if it's working for Lamar... Hello. Getting him back? Hey, it can work for you. Check it out. Man, uh, story time. Lamar Odom, probably one of my my one of the my favorite players who I ever covered, um, in in my career. Dude's just fantastic. Just a fantastic human being. Um, in all very likable dude, right? Very likable guy. Very, very. likable guy. When if you sit down because you you hear the stories you see the things that happen you see him play ball and um, this perception as we know is that's the world's reality that's the that's the reality you live in but if you actually take the time if you had the opportunity to talk to him very likable dude very likable dude and a, a fighter I mean the the stuff that guy's overcome in his life man you wouldn't you wouldn't believe um. So uh, yeah, Ello, one of my one of my favorite people that I, I've ever covered. Really, really good dude. Really good dude. Um, let's get into these Niners now, Ed. Uh, Ky- okay. Kyle said that uh, Trey will play, and I know we've talked about it on this show, and I've been of the. Well, I kind of thought that this could happen, right? I thought there could be a package or something for him, but ideally, like perfect world. My hope would be that, like, we wouldn't see Trey at all this season, right? That would mean Jimmy's playing well, he's in good health, that means the team is doing well, and they're just marching right along, right? We don't even have to see Trey, right? And so, but but Kyle says that, uh, or, or he said uh, recently, um, after our last pod, that uh, Trey is going to play for us this year here's the quote Trey's going to play for us this year situationally he's going to get plays that doesn't mean he's going to be the starter or anything but he's going to get plays and you've got to prepare him for that every way possible and so it it, it seems sort of like a package deal kind of um in ways that you know he would want to use Trey that uh that he he possibly can't use Jimmy in terms of maybe you know, using Trey's legs or using his athleticism, doing some things on the run or on the rollout, this, that, or the other. Uh, what do you What do you make of this? Um, don't like it. Love affair with with Trey Lance that we're seeing. Don't uh, like it, right? Don't, I, don't, don't like, like it. it. Don't like it. I told you from the start. All you're doing is opening up a can of worms in which you're going to have to say uh, he is creating. He's creating his own quarterback controversy. That's what he's doing. I don't like it. If you you're, you continuously stand up at the podium and say Jimmy is the starter, that Trey is not even close, that you don't think that there is a competition, then why are you creating one? And that is what you are doing. Um, the, the questions are going to answer. If he plays two plays, is he? They're going to be asked. If he plays two plays, is he going to get four next week? If he gets four, is he going to get eight? Yeah. If he gets if he gets ten, he's going. Can he get more? Well, then and then. God forbid, Jimmy has a couple of bad series. Why didn't you give Trey more snaps yeah. since Jimmy wasn't playing well? Yeah. He's creating this own storyline. He's creating this storyline, his own storyline that doesn't have to be there. If you say this kid is not ready to play, that means he needs to develop more. If he needs to develop more, then you need to allow him to develop and you need to let your quarterback that's going to have to play for you because you keep telling me he has to play and you keep telling me he's the best quarterback on your roster, you got to let him play and you don't need to create this. And that's point one, point number two, and I'm going to flip it back over to you, Maestro, after this. Tell me the team. I'm trying to think of it, but tell me the team where it's worked, the dual threat quarterback where it's worked and won them a championship. I mean, the closest thing I can think of that had a shot was the Saints? Were the Saints when? Yeah, I had a had a shot, but they didn't get. Like, they, they didn't even they, get but, there, though, right? But they so. didn't get there. That's what. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the best offense because you had your starting quarterback who was so good, but then you take the ball out of his hands and you give it to Taysom Hill. And I was telling, I was literally doing 
a radio show down there every single week of the season doing one in New Orleans. And I kept telling him, like, he's not your franchise quarterback and he's not the answer. And it doesn't make sense. And I said, even Sean Payton knows that. I don't know why he keeps doing this because it's not, it's just taking the ball out of the hands of the guy that you say is the best option for you at the quarterback position. So that's my thing. I've never seen it work. Number one in the NFL, a two, a, a dual headed monster at the quarterback position, win you a championship. Um, and this is a storyline that he is going to uh, really, really start scratching his head about because the questions are going to come up regardless of whether Trey, if Trey plays well, they're going to come up. If Jimmy performs poorly, they're going to come up. You're just you're just opening up a can of worms. Yeah, you you mentioned it. Yeah, you're opening up Pandora's box, right? And and like I I I, I can't. If you're out there, you're listening, and, and there's one that you can think of, tweet at us at R Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. Let us know. As far as NFL goes, I can't think of one. Obviously, I, I, we've seen it happen in college a couple times. But as far as NFL goes, have not seen it. And in all honesty, like, you bring up the Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill thing, like, that was actually my favorite part of playing against the of the Niners playing against the Saints was when they brought Taysom Hill in because exactly it, it disrupted their entire rhythm right and 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 you see Drew over on the sideline and he's just stewing and and and, and messes up their rhythm offensively and their flow and then of course uh, I think the last time Niners played the Saints Taysom did you know he had some success or whatever but for the most part um, it it was more disruptive than I thought it was helpful and so. Um, that's one reason why I'm not a fan of it because I I, I just feel like you, you disrupt the rhythm of of whoever your starting quarterback is. Um, one and then and then two like I mean there's this old adage out there that if you have two quarterbacks you don't have one and, and I I don't think that that's the case in this particular um in this in this particular example. However, no, you can you can make it that way in a sense that you can disrupt Jimmy's rhythm right and. And, and and with and with Trey, you know, he may come in for a couple plays, and, and it may be, you know, some some junk plays, this, that, or the other, that that are are able, he's able to have some success. But what type of real rhythm does he create in terms of being able to get up and down the field and lead an entire drive, this, that, or the other? Um, it's just disruptive, in my opinion. And so, for that yeah. particular reason, like I like I I don't like it, and 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 I would prefer, like I prefer we not even see him this season. You know what I mean? Like. Like, because it, 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 that that would mean that things are going well. Things are going well for Jimmy. Things are going well for the team. Um, you know, I, I know we talked about, like, if it's close or whatever, then you probably go with Trey. But at the same time, this is a Super Bowl roster, right? The team is ready to win right now. And, like, yeah. I, I, you just don't win with a rookie quarterback in this league. Because no matter how much success Trey is going to have, he's going to have some bumps in the road, right, as a rookie. And so, well, this is this is this is kind of how I and, and you're saying I think it's it's creating some pressure is always there. You know, I say that for players, people talk about dealing with the pressure and all this stuff. Pressure is always there for yeah. a professional player. Period. It is it's there. It, you're either feeling it or you're applying it. But he's creating some unnecessary, unnecessary pressure. Yes. Unnecessary pressure for his starting quarterback to feel that um, that it's, it's going to be a self-inflicted wound. Uh, and, and there's no reason for that wound to be there when you're saying this is my guy. So I I'm like you, if that's, if Jimmy is your guy, focus on your guys, just like you do at every other position. Cause you can always say, I need to get him ready. You're not trying to get Trent Williams back up ready. Yeah. You're not going to, you're, you're not going to start, you're not going to start trading off snaps for him. You're not going to start trading all snaps for Jimmy Ward, or, or you know, if Jimmy Ward's not injured, he's on the field. If Jimmy, if, if Jason Verrett's not injured, he's on the field. If Kittle's not injured, he's on the field. Although, although he's an offensive player, they get to say I'm tired. They can come out. Defensive players don't get to do that. <laughs> That's you know, I, I mean, this it's a real thing. Defensive player, they always like, hey, you go as hard as you possibly can. If you need a rest, tap out. You tap out once as a DB. That's the last snap you'll ever get. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that does not count for defensive players. You better get in better shape, which is why I say all the time you have to be a better athlete to play. But anyway, that's a different story. Um, but back to what I was saying, the most important aspect of this, you're creating that pressure that's not necessary. And you said it, Super Bowl roster. 
This is this is a Super Bowl roster. Now, and we're not just jumping on the bandwagon. We were saying this when people were falling apart last year. We were like, guys, this is not a rebuild. This team will compete for a championship. You get the right pieces, and I think they've done that. I think health, and I'm not even concerned about that anymore because they just had their slip rock year. Yeah. That's just how it is. Those things don't happen like that. So these guys will be fine. This will be a good football team. And just like you would do at any other position, position, the only thing that would get Trent Williams off of the field if him, it would be him just sucking, right? Yeah. You're not looking to replace him. If he sucks, you're going to get him off the field, just like you would at any other position. That's the same thing at the quarterback position. I know it's different in the way you work their guy, the mind and all these type things. I know the importance of that position. But if you truly believe that Jimmy Garoppolo can take you there and you say that he's so far ahead of the other guy, don't create this fake narrative and turn it into a real narrative. That's what he's doing by saying he's going to play and he's going to do these things. Let, let the play dictate. And if the time comes where you're like, as I said before, if, if he's close, then it makes sense. I, if he's not close and you keep saying you, I, I don't think he's close because Kyle keeps telling me he's not close. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, if, so if he's not close, then in that situation, I think you should just let these guys do their thing. And if there's an injury at the quarterback position, or if there's poor play, and you're saying that's not the level to win a championship, we have to infuse this with something else, then you do it. But don't start – now all of these questions are going to be coming up for Kyle, for John Lynch, for Jimmy Garoppolo, for Jimmy, yeah. and for Trey Lance. Yeah. Then they're going to start going over to – The other to players too. Yeah, they're yeah. going to go to Kittle. They're going to be to the running backs. Like which, which guy do you think and all of this stuff – and of course, you're going to have your standard answers, but you're going to also get tired of that BS. Yeah. You're going to get tired of having to talk about We've it. We've seen some of that in, in camp already so far, like some of the other guys and, and, and their comments about Trey and what they've seen and how impressed they've been. I think this, this and this wasn't even, I didn't even have this necessarily in mind to discuss, but, but this brings up something else to me. Like, obviously, coaches, there's a lot of coach speaking. We talk about that all the time, right? They're, just, they're not just going to open up the whole. Uh, the whole facility and just let you know everything that's going on in there and how mm -hmm. and why and this, that, or the other. But, like, some of this stuff with Kyle, I feel like, has been, like, unnecessary. And then he's kind of, he's he's kind of, like, saying one thing and doing the other. Like, how much can we trust Kyle? Like, is that um, becoming a thing? I, you, well, you know what? I don't need to trust Kyle. What, what his comments? I don't, I, don't, I don't have to trust Kyle. I, so you say, how much do I have to trust him? I'm or how much to, can how much can we not like do we well, have to but like can we try, like like now it's 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 becoming harder for me to believe the things that he's saying. Um, well, I don't find it hard to believe the things that he's saying because I think when he says them, he means them. I think he means it at the time he says it. <laughs> I really do. I think that's part. I, I think that's a part of Kyle. I think Kyle is he's a new generation coach. He's a Twitter generation coach, social media generation coach. Um, and that's as much as he's he knows old school football and um, he's savant level coach, a savant level coach. Um, I still think that um, he's a part of that generation, this generation where you, the social media aspect of things is a part of it and where you are accustomed to saying what's on your mind and putting it out there. He does that. So when he says when he says Jimmy's my guy, Jimmy's his guy. When he says, I, I, I plan on playing Trey, he plans on playing Trey. You know, when, when he says, I don't plan on making a move, he doesn't plan on making a move. Just like when he said, I was upset. I was I was, I was was frustrated that I didn't get a shot at Stafford. He was frustrated. Yeah. I believe him. Yeah. All, yeah. all of like, these things. I, I, I feel like we've been, talking, we've been talking about Kyle a lot. And, and I don't know because that that's – Can and I, I tell you why? I don't think that's a good thing. Well, I was just about to say we've been talking about Kyle a lot because Kyle has been talking a lot. So that's what I'm saying. That's that's the thing. Now, training camp, some of these things are questions that people are asking him. But some of this stuff, he doesn't have, but, you know, nobody asked him how he felt about Stafford. Nobody, nobody asked him. Um, um, you, you know, I don't I don't think he had to say my plan is to play Jimmy. I'm, I'm sorry to play um, 
Trey, and um, and and you know the way he led into that because I, I don't I couldn't hear the exact question. I wasn't in the room, but it seems like he just kind of led in like, well, I plan on playing him. Okay, so some of these things he could keep to himself. He decides not to. So I'm not gonna say I don't trust him. I I believe what he says, and I believe that he means it when he says it. I just think that he says some things sometimes that he shouldn't say. Um, and you know, so that's just a part of it. You have to deal with it. So you can, you cannot get anything from him. He could be the Belichick and not tell you a word. Yeah, or, I mean, that, that's the other side of it. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you're absolutely side. right about that. I mean, we, you know we do I mean? kind of like ask for these things and then kind of penalize guys for doing it yeah. when we ask for. It. And so I, I, I think there's something to that. But I, I just. I don't know. It, 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 it's I'm becoming a little bothered by it, just from the sense that it's like, okay, Jimmy's my, Jimmy's my guy, and um, but then well, there's there, there are these. I I just, I just feel like like publicly he's saying certain things about Jimmy, but privately, like there are these backdoor meetings. Uh, well, that's that's guess what? That's football. <laughs> and welcome, welcome to the NFL. That's all. It's it's rare that you're gonna have these coaches that will sit down and just tell you the exact thing the way it is yeah it's, it's you know it's it's rare that you'll get it's rare that you're gonna just have this open door policy and honesty that's why aaron Rodgers is upset aaron Rodgers is upset in um green bay and all these type things that what's going on and what did i tell you from the start i was like i'm sorry i'm sorry they're not the gm and the coach uh, the GM and the president of the organization, all these type of things, they're not going to ask your permission to do something. Yeah. And, re- and remember I said that before all of that went down. So, you know, he can sit here and say, I've earned the right to do all of these things. And I feel like I'm in position to where I should do this. And I feel like I'm special. And all of that is true. You can feel that way. And your play has put you at a certain level that very few have seen. That still doesn't mean, because there's nothing in his job description that says he has to get your okay to make a move. So they're not they're not going to do that. Uh, so back to back to Kyle. Kyle says these things. He does these things. I believe what he's saying. I believe that um, that's how he feels about it. He's going to change his mind, but he's going to have conversations based on what it is they want to do. And remember, I told you, Jimmy's not going to lose the job. Trey's not going to win the job. They're going to decide at some point he gets to play. That's how it happens. Yeah. Job, job opportunities are given and taken. There, there, there is nothing. There is absolutely nothing that Jimmy Garoppolo can do. Jimmy Garoppolo can win the next three Super Bowls. He can't make them say they're not going to put Trey on the field. There is nothing he can do to prevent them from putting Trey on the field. Nothing. Nothing. I, I, because because they drafted him at number three. They got to get something out of it. They have to. They have to. You know what? I, I will say this. I will say. The only thing that would, could prevent that, Jimmy wins back-to-back Super Bowls and someone offers them um, a, a one, two, or a three. Betray. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna take. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. you know, so, someone, someone's gonna have to. Someone's gonna have to give them back. If someone gave them back what they gave what they gave up to get him, you know that draft selection, those number ones that you gave up, things like that, then they'll then it, you know we like our quarterback now, and we'll go from there. Because you mentioned up, uh, uh, you know earlier, um, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Yeah, not necessarily true. You can have two quarterbacks. I I, I lived with it. I had Steve Young and Ford and and um, Joe Montana and Joe on my Montana. roster. Yeah, yeah. I promise you. I promise you, we had one. As a matter of fact, we well, had you two. Had, you had two. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's <laughs> a, that's extreme, like an extremely weird case, right? Like. Yeah, but this is this is you know you know my philosophy on that. You can have two, but you can't be in love with more than one. So you got to decide which one you love. You can like them both. But you're going to build around the one you love. And that's and that's what happened. I, like I said, I saw it play out with Joe. I, I saw it, you know, the, the love was Joe and the like was Steve. And then it shifted. And when it shifted, okay, we got to move Joe. Yeah. There was no competition. We're not going to let you compete. We're, we're, we're not. 
we're we're not going to make this some open forum and the best person wins out because you can't do that because you know Joe is going to win, just like right now. Kyle is honest enough to say, I can't let them compete. Everyone is like open competition. There is no competition. The the quarterback, the incumbent is going to win. He knows he knows the plays. He's been in the offense. He knows what he's going to do. It's not even a fair competition. He's better. Now, we can talk about what potentially could happen, but if we're c- competing right now, Jimmy's better. And you're not going to let so, – so you can't do that. But this is – if you start loving the other guy, you're going to put him on the field. And when that happens, it's going to happen. Well, yeah, um, with, yeah and I think that's what we're seeing, know? right? Like Kyle, Kyle is starting to fall in love with, with, with Trey. Um, let, there, so – this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. There, there is um, – well, first off, all right, I've said – you heard me say this before, right? Your best, abili- your best ability is availability, right? And, and so with Jalen Hurd – Nope, nope, that's not true. That's that. You don't believe that's true? No, your best ability is ability. Because if you can't play, I don't care how available you are. <laughs> but if but if you can play and you're not available, then no, then what? Bruh. But guess what? If you're not, but ability, ability is what wins games. If my team has more ability than yours, I'm gonna win. That's it. So I'm just saying. I know that sounds good. The best ability is availability. No. Well, ability <laughs> is the best ability. The you, actual you, ability. You got your Eric isms. That, that that's a Rashawnism, which I probably took from somebody else. But your best ability is is <laughs> is, is, is availability. But I'm, I'm I'm only saying that because Jalen Hurd obviously has gone through a myriad of injuries, right? And so like this is the camp. Like he's supposed to be healthy and coming back, and this, that, or the other. And um, you know, all the reports out of camp is that they're just not seeing that, you know, from him. And then, um. As we tape this episode, he returned to practice today, but yesterday he was not at practice, and 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 there was really no explanation given. Um, Kyle just said uh, some things were bothering him today. He just didn't feel right this morning. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know what that means. Um, but it it's it's be, like is this a make or break camp for Jalen Hurd? And and if so, like. Like, now I'm beginning to question, like, obviously we know B.A. and Debo are there. But, like, and then obviously you have Kittle, right? But after B.A. and Debo, like, like now I'm really starting to be concerned about, okay, like, what, like what's after those guys? As far as herd, make or break, I do think that this tra- – if he doesn't come out of this training camp healthy, um, yeah, I think that's it for him. I, I think it has to be. Because, I mean, this would be year three that you haven't been able to do anything. And if, if, if it's a back, if you can't, you, you can't function with it, I can't figure out what to do. Is, I mean, do you need this surgery? Is there, it's, what, what's going on? Is there something that I can mend? Is there something I can fit to fix? Because if all you're doing is going out and running, no contact, you're just doing, you're just doing the basics to prepare yourself to play. And your back is breaking down. Your body's breaking down. Um, that's not me assuming that you won't be available, as you say. Your best ability. Uh, your best ability. <laughs> you're you're showing me. You're showing me, and your history has shown me that you're not going to be there. So your talent doesn't matter because that's it. That, that, I, so I agree with you on that. Talent's talent's paramount. If you can't play, I don't need you, period. So I, I don't care how available you are. But once I know you can play, okay, now can you actually help me play? So, and if that's the case, three years in a row, you got to go. You got to go. What, what and, do you make of Kyle, of Kyle's comments, though? Like something was bothering him? Like It's that- a back, bro. It's a back. You don't know. You, you don't know. I've been there. I've, I've been there where you start having back so you spasms. Think, you think it's a, you think, so you think it's a physical thing? Um. That's the, what else would get him off the field? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like the, he, he, the, he's not he's not in position. This is the thing. He's not in position right now. After the injuries and all these things, he's not in position to walk in and say, "Coach, you know what? I got some things going on at home right now. My head's not straight. I can't. I can't. I, I can't go. I, I, there's something happening. 
I got this person. I, I can't. He's not in position to miss time right now. He has to because, show. Well, them. that's what I thought initially, right? Like, I mean, I was, we live in this time where I mean, there's 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 so much attention being you know focused on mental health and and as it should. Um, and so to me, like. I took that as like something like he just wasn't feeling it, like something was going on. But you, but you nah, think it could? No, no, no. You think it could nah. be? It, it's a physical thing, and, and it, it was related to his back. Um, I think it could be, and the other aspect of that, football players don't get that luxury. Now, a coach will come in. Sometimes you feel great and feel like you're off. I used to get that. I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I told you, I, I couldn't wait until I made it to that level where the coaches would come in. I, I remember when I remember the first time it happened when they walked into the room and they were like, Merton, just doing training camp. And he was like, Mert, ED, T-Mac, get out of here. Don't want to see you again. Don't want to see you until we send for you. I, like, don't go to meetings. Don't do, I mean, we had been in the same defense for four years. So it was like, there's no reason for it to sit there and do all this stuff. And, you know, you go, you go get ready for practice. They were like, nope, you're off today. So, that right there is one thing, but to walk into the room and be like, "Hey, man, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not thinking it through today. My head's not there." All that. No, no, because that's, you know, you know what they used to tell us? They called that a be a pro day. It's a be a pro day. I don't want to be here either. Yeah. <laughs> that's what my coach. Yeah. That's what my coach Ray Rogers tell me. I don't want to be here either. But guess what? It's a work day. Work day, get it done. And that's where Jalen Hurd is right now. So I think this is something physical. I can't do anything but assume. Why would I not assume? Because all of the math adds up to it being what it was before. So I don't think it's a I don't think it's a reach. It could be the wrong assumption, but I don't think it's a reach to say it's something physical with the back. And then knowing and having experienced it as a player. And when your back shuts down, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. And and sometimes you don't know why. There's there's not a spot that you can touch and say, okay, this is where it's stemming from. And, and you know, you can take your MRIs and your scans and all of these type things and do your stem and all this stuff. But you're kind of at the mercy of your back releasing. And... Or maybe you know, so I, I don't I don't know, but I but I do believe that he's gonna come to the end of his road with the Niners if he doesn't um, come through this camp healthy. He's gonna have to show that he can consistently go, uh, or I think they're gonna cut they're they're gonna, they're gonna have to cut bait at some point, man. Yeah, well, Kyle Kyle's saying, and I'm paraphrasing here, but I mean, basically saying like, I mean, we're gonna have to see something from this guy, right? Um, yeah. I, as it on the other side of the field, I'm starting to have these same depth concerns at the safety spot as well, right? Um, Jaquaski Tart still having lingering effects of the turf toe from last season. So Niners go Ouch. out, they sign Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Uh, this got reported earlier today, and so former first round pick of the Packers, mm-hmm. uh, Alabama guy, played for Nick Saban. Um, so he they, they bring him over now. They sign him uh, to come in into camp. Um, they got a bunch of issues there. Obviously, Moore is out. Um, Jefferson bang, banged himself up. Um, he, he's dealing with an injury. They're not sure how long he's going to be out. And so there are definitely some, some concerns there. Um, and then you got the rookie, you know, uh, Talano Hufanga. But... Um, you know, I mean, not not really sure like how much he how much he's showing at camp. Obviously, he, he's he's a a a possibility. But they bring in Ha Ha Clinton Dix. What what are your what are your what are your thoughts of of him as a player? Um, I actually I'm not I I like Ha Ha. I think Ha Ha. You know, he he's he's got enough on film to where I know he can line up on Sunday and do the things that that are necessary. Um, I think that he could play well within this system. Um, I think Ha Ha is is a guy that could um, possibly help get get his hands on some balls um, if if it went to that. But I don't even know if it's going to get to that right now. They need bodies to practice. Um, but it, but again, with Ha Ha, this is you know I always say this thing about it. That many people, you you have a lot of smart minds in football. You have a lot of smart of talent evaluators. So we'll just put it that way. Just basic physical skill talent evaluators. 
you got a lot of really good guys and uh, with really good eyes um, in, in this world that hone in on what it takes to, to have the physical ability to play in the NFL at certain positions. All of those guys thought HaHa had exceptional talent to do those things. That's why he's the first rounder. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So so he's not void of talent. So now what is it to, that what is it that has you um at a stalemate? Is it your work ethic? Is it the system that you were in that is not allowing you to do certain things? Um you know, is it the is it the community that you know that you're standing with in the huddle? There are a lot of different reasons why things aren't aren't progressing or happening. But he's a talented guy. So with that being said, um, you bring in you bring in a talented guy like that, it doesn't hurt. I know he's been around. That doesn't hurt either because he's seen a lot of different things. He's heard a lot of different balls. He's heard heard you know he's learned a few different football languages. So it could help. It could help with with some of the younger guys. I'm still looking. I'm still looking at the young guys with the expectation that, uh, or just just the you know the, the guys that we know. I'm looking at it with with the expectation that these guys will bounce back and get themselves back on the field. But I mean, you know, you you look at Ha Ha, and if he gets out there, he, he's got 16 interceptions in his career. That's more than the rest of the secondary combined, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, that's... You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, so, so that's that's what I'm talking about. I just want somebody that can get their hands on the ball in the middle of the field. So I, do you, I've do seen you think it. he's more camp legs or more solution, like. Um, well, I well, I like I said, I know you need camp legs right now, um, you, because of what's happening. Now the question is, how are they going to view him? Because I could he be a solution? Yes. Yes. Could, could, could he be a response to a legitimate question of who's going to get turnovers in the middle of the field? That name could be used as a response to that. If that's the way they view him. I, I, I started 11 straight years in the NFL and I went to Denver um, with the understanding that I was starting. That's what they told me. That's what was going to happen. We need you to come in and, and be our be our corner. We we need we need this is what's going on. We need this guy. I got there, and and I think I told you this. I don't know if I told you this on the pod or the pod before the pod. But I got there, and um, first conversation that I had because Ray Rhodes was my old coordinator from and DB coach was now the coordinator for Denver with with um, Mike Shanahan. You. Kyle's dad and, and Mike. So I got there. So it was all the back and forth. And I was actually getting ready. To, I was getting ready to sign with, um, and this was 2001. I was getting ready to sign with the Patriots. Um, and Belichick was honest. He told me, these are my corners. This is this. These are who, who my corners are. This is what's going on. This is my one. This is my two. I like them. That's how it's going to be. This is um, the third cornerback. I know what you can do. But you would be my three. I'm going to let you compete for it. I'm not going to give it to you, but I'm going to let you compete for it. And I do believe that you will win. The, you will win it out. This is it. If one of those other guys go down, I know I can put you in. That's why I want you here. So, go in there, be the nickel guy. That that's what it's going to be. I made him up my mind. Okay, I can do this. But no, but I've been a starter. They called me, tell me to be a starter. I'm going to be a starter. I'm trying. I'm going to make this as fast as I can now, because um, I know story time. I don't want to get too long, but. <laughs> I go into, I, I, you might you might have to cut some of this out, uh, but I go so so Ray Rhodes. Of course, I know Ray. I need you to come up here. Let's do this. Yes, I've been with the Panthers for the last five years, but I know the defense he's running. It's my 49ers defense. It's not like I forgot it. Um, you know, people always say turn in your playbook. The playbook's in my head. You can have the playbook. I, I can go write down the playbooks. Everyone I ever played in right now, um, but I. So Ray says, come in. I need you. Of course, Ray. <laughs> what I needed you, you taught me. You need me. Here I come. Now, I get there. As soon as I put butt to chair in Mike's office, I walk in. He's like, E.D., what's happening? I'm like, Mike, what's going on? We sit down. We talk. He starts telling me about his roster. I'm getting to the part that matters now. He starts telling me about the roster. So he started naming off guys. And he first thing he said, he said, I'm taking five corners. He's like, I'm glad you're here. 
I'm taking five corners. Um, and he and he starts naming off guys. He was like Delta O'Neill, you know, he had just drafted um the year before, and, and that's why Ray wanted me to come in because he was like, Delta's not ready, and we gotta get him, but I know he's the number one and we gotta do all this stuff. But he's like, you know, Delta had a rough time, but you know, he he's like, you know, I just I selected this guy and and um, you know, go give him opportunity. Then he he's talks about the free agent, Walker, um, um, Denard Walker that he had just brought in. And he was like, you know, he just gave him a big contract. So, you know, he's got to play. And then he started, he named off a few other guys. So I'm sitting here counting and I'm like, okay, that's three. That's four. That's five guys. You said you're keeping five. And he just told me how he loved five guys. Yeah. He named off five guys that he loved. And I'm like, Mike, why am I here? And he he was like, because I know you can play. And I said, Mike, Wait a minute! I thought I was coming here to play, and he was like, "Oh no, no, no!" He was like, "No, these are these are the guys. Like, you, you know, you're going to get your spots." And he was like, "He was like, I know you don't even need it." He's like, "I know I can put you anywhere. You don't even have to get the reps. I know you know this defense. I've seen you." He was like, "Hell, I, hell, you won me a Super Bowl doing it. I, I know." And I'm like, "Mike, cut me." This was this was within <laughs> five minutes of me being a Denver Bronco. I'm like, "Mike, cut me, cut me." Yeah. I, I was like, "Man, I could have gone somewhere else and played." And I was like, Mike, cut me. I said, and I was like, he was like, what do you mean? He was like, Eric, I'm not cutting you. I know what you can do. And I, I said, Mike, let me go. He was like, no, I'm glad you're here. And I said, Mike, let me go. I said, I'm an insurance policy. So, haha, long story, back to this. Haha could be just that, an insurance policy. If we know, we feel like you can play, but we're going to give all these other guys an opportunity to play first. Because we know you can do it, but we gotta we gotta develop these other guys and see if we can get them going. Because remember, we drafted these guys. We've been developing these guys. We look good if these guys that we brought in as an organization can grow up and get it done, as opposed to getting a street free agent and him doing it. Because if you come in and play well then why did you have to draft that guy when you could have gotten, you could have got ha ha and use that pick on somebody else. You, you see how it works? Yeah. So that's, that's the business. And those are the things that actually happen. Um, and it's not necessarily about a guy's ability or lack thereof. It's about the opportunities that guys will be given and why certain guys are given the opportunity first. And a lot of it has to do with upstairs and the way a team has been put together and who was pulling the trigger on the deals. Yeah, well, I mean, this is going to be an interesting thing to watch. I mean, obviously right now you got Jimmy Ward and Tavon Wilson as your starting safeties. And Wilson's a guy they signed in the offseason from the Colts. Um, Mm -hmm. He's got eight career interceptions, right? But half of those came in his rookie year, and he hadn't had one since 2017. And so – you got you, but this is your starting safety right now. Obviously, uh, no more, right? He's done for the season with the Achilles, and then Tart dealing with that uh, turf toe. Not sure when he's going to be back, and then you got Jefferson dealing with a groin hamstring injury. So you know, not sure what the timetable is for him either. And so, um, and and uh, so, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see how how this whole hey, how this whole thing hey. plays out. But I mean, I I, I don't know. I because of the potential, right? I mean, him being a first-round pick, I'm like, I've seen how Clinton Dix do some good things on the football field. So I, mean, I, I have too, and I and I still I still stand by my previous statement that I think Sherm could be an All-Pro safety. Well, yeah, I mean, I I I, I think there's, I still stand by it. I I think there's something to that, and then and I also think it's something to the fact that, um. Like, what type of player are you getting in Ha Ha Clinton Dix, right? Like, he, I mean, this is a guy that was on his couch last year, right? Like, he was, he was, he was cut by the Cowboys in camp. And so he, he pretty much watched the entire, you know, 2020 season mm-hmm. from home. And so now here he is with an opportunity, right? Like, is he refreshed, recharged, ready to go, um, or what? So, I mean, I, I think that, that kind of remains to be seen as well. But, I mean, if, if this is a guy who, who can still play, then, I mean, all right, we may have something here. Um, I, I, I'll be, yes, he could still do some things. I don't expect him. I personally don't expect him to come in and be the guy that is going to be the savior at the safety position. Um, just being realistic about it. Uh, the guy was sitting all last year. There's a reason why you sit. Um, it, not necessarily, as I said, it's not necessarily 
your ability. Um, but there's a reason why you don't get on anyone's roster for an entire year when you're still uh, in your prime time as a player and you are a first round pick. There's a reason why. So uh, because of that, you did go to, you did go to a training camp. You did get released. You didn't get picked up for a whole season. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't expect you to come in and be the savior. I, I don't, I, I just, you know, I, I know people, I know it's harsh, but that's the reality of it. I just, just looking at the game. Um, because you wouldn't, you wouldn't have been on the streets. Yeah, I mean, at, and at, as as relates to Sherm, though, I mean, kind of similar to what we talked about during earlier in the off season with Deshaun Watson. Like, I mean, can you even touch him right now? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know what you mean. It's right now, right now, with with all that's going on, you you can't, you you can't do that. So I, and again, if we're gonna be realistic about it. No, it's not that you can't. No one will, um, and and we know because of all the off the field issues that you're going that are going to come along with it. You don't know what time is going to be lost or anything like that, or if any is going to be lost at all. So it's hard to build around that. We know that. So it goes back to what you have at those positions, and I'm still hoping that someone that someone within those ranks and um, Talanoa is the one that I'm hoping can start getting his hands on balls and make plays. Um, we need some someone has to be uh, a, a ball hawk at that position. I understand the importance of Tar. I like Jaquaski, of course. I like Jaquaski. I like Jimmy Ward. You know, I've said I've told you on several occasions that Jimmy Ward is my favorite DB on the team. Yeah, I, I love Jimmy. I love his mentality. I love the way he plays. I love the tenacity he plays with. I like the pride he takes in things, the, the little things. I, I, you, we've had enough conversations. I told you, I hated missing a tackle more than somebody catching the ball on me. I, I absolutely hated a tackle because there were times when somebody catching the ball, there was nothing I could do. I could do because remember, if the offense executes everything perfectly, the perfect protection. The perfect drop, the perfect release of the pass with his feet set and everything is right. The guy runs his route with the perfect break and perfect timing, perfect body lean. I'm going to get there right when the ball gets there. Because remember, he knows where he's going, and I am responding to what he's doing. That So he has the advantage. So if he does everything perfectly, the best I can hope to do is to arrive at the exact same time the ball gets there. Um. And, and and so w- with that being the case, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, you got to cut all of that because I'm pe- everyone's gonna laugh at me right now. That's hits in the head. I can't even tell you what we were talking about. I don't <laughs> even know how I got to that story. <laughs> I, I have I have absolutely no idea. I saw myself breaking on this route and getting there. I saw myself breaking on this route and getting there. Oh, you know what? It just came back. I was talking about Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. Got it. I figured it out. Thank you. I'm getting better. <laughs> Without my assistance, too. My yes, yes, yes. Thank you. But yes, this, Jimmy this Ward. Is a, this is a crowning moment here on the Believe in Forty Nine podcast. Thank you. Really, really. Hey, man, those vitamins must be working. Um, <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> but, but Jimmy, he takes pride in all of those things, understanding that okay, you can do all those things, but I hated missing that tackle because there's I, I don't have to miss a tackle. Jimmy's that way. You never have to miss a tackle. That's want to. He plays with that. Like, I'm going to get you on the ground no matter what. I don't care how big you are. What I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. I like that. But with that being said, as much as I like Jimmy, I need turnovers. Yeah. I got to get that brown baby because I got to give it back to my offense. And you have to do that. You, you, you got to give that ball. I, I just kind of look at it. If you're not giving the ball back to your offense multiple times a year, then you're not doing enough. Yeah. I mean, double digit, double digit times. When I say multiple, I, I meant to say double digit. You, you should, you should be in the double digits. You, you're out there starting every play, playing every defensive snap, every pass. And now every pass that's thrown doesn't come your way, but you look at the number of opportunities that you have, you've got to be a playmaker on the ball in the air and give it back between interceptions deflections that someone else pick off cause fumbles fumbles recovered 
it's got to be multiple times every single season or you're not doing enough at the defensive back position. And I'm not getting that out of the safety position. So I need somebody to do it. And um, even through my forgetfulness, all that, I'm just saying, I don't expect Ha Ha to be that guy, but we need that guy. Someone has to step up and Someone's be, that, be guy. that guy. Yeah. Someone's got to be. It. It's necessary. It's necessary. That that wasn't there last year. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, hope these young guys. Look, opportunity is coming. Uh, preseason is upon us. Uh, Niners and the Chiefs Saturday at five thirty. And so uh, that'll be the first look at the 2021 version of the Niners or some resemblance of it. Uh, quickly, before we get out of here, um, they got B.A. listed on the depth chart. I mean, probably not going to see this on Saturday, but they got B.A. listed on the depth chart as the punt returner. Are you, you okay with that? I'm completely okay with it. Why wouldn't I be? I've, I've, that was what I've been asking. Everyone's going crazy about that. Why? Are you okay with it? <laughs> it's funny because, like, last year, like, I just complained so much about the punt return game and how just terrible it was. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. Um, I don't know about this one. Why? It solely has to do with um, the risk of injury. That's my only but- concern. You do know, you do realize that you can't play football without risk of injury. Well, right? yeah, I, I I understand I understand that. So part. What's, what's the what's the difference? What's the difference in risk of injury? And and this is that's that's what every and I ask you that because every single person says the same thing to me, whether it's in a tweet, whether it's me in the yeah. grocery store, whether it's me at a, <laughs> at a at a stoplight on Santa Monica Boulevard. Everyone says the same thing. What do you think about BA and? Running punt, and I'm like, why can't he run punt back, man? He can get hurt. Well, to he me, to hurt. me, is 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 mitigating risk, right? He can get hurt on any play, right? But now, Thank you. Like, but I'm I'm even. It's even more of a concern now when you look at like what's happening with behind him and Debo, right? Like, but wait, but, but hold on, but hold on, and see that, that I'm still saying you're you're still on. He could get injured. He could get injured on a slant route from Trey. He can get injured on running a curl. <laughs> he can run an out route. And he can, he can, Jimmy Garoppolo can take a handoff and hand it to him on a jet sweep and he can get hurt. He, I mean, all he, he tr- can get all hurt. True. He, all true. He can get hurt. He can get hurt running a route on air. Haven't you seen guys tear their knees Dude, with seen, no contact? I've seen it in that's person. Fo- it's awful. That's fo- yes, that's football. You, there, you can't play, you can't mitigate the risk of injury. Out of football, so you think, it's so you, think this, you think this a hold up? You think we're going to see BA return some punts? I hope so. If he, well, this is well. Uh, no, let me let me rephrase that. If he is the best punt returner, I hope so. That's what I said before. When asked, should BA run back punts? If he's the best one on the team, I want the best guy on the team doing it. Just like at the quarterback position, if Trey is the best quarterback on the team, put him out there. If 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 Mac is the best center, put him out there. I want the best people on the team. I want to win an effing championship, man. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. That's I, I mean, that's nobody, a, that's a nobody. Fair, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, nobody, nobody was concerned about John Taylor running back punts. He was our starting wide receiver. Very he true. was the best on the team at it. Very true. Very true. You like it makes no. That's the dumbest thing ever. He could get hurt. Like so, so every other offensive play. So he's he's gonna run back five punts a game. He could get hurt, but that other seventy-eight plays on offense, he's good. That's the dumbest well, shit not, I've ever not, heard. It's not. <laughs> it's not, not necessary. It's not even necessarily that that he can't like he can get hurt on any play. I don't know for whatever reason. There's this this thought. At least with me, like if he if he gets, I mean, we saw Kittle get hurt get hurt on that badly thrown ball by Jimmy last year, right? Uh, uh, was you. that last year or the year before? I, I can't remember. That was that was that. last year. But I, it, oh, I may have been the year before. I don't know. They all it, run together. It's now. like 
Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess it's, it's you can get hurt on you get, any you play. Get, Jimmy, you can get hurt Jimmy on any play. I guess it's just it's being being even more exposed, right? Like, like he like he plays offense. Okay, that's fine, right? But now you're adding like another element to it. So this this just hold up, just hold increases up. He, it. I think is is no, more or less. He's not more. My thought I, gotta, I keep cutting you. I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry for that, but he's not more exposed. He plays wide receiver. The only other position as exposed as wide receiver is corner. You're out there. You, he's he's exposed as you could possibly be I mean, every snap he he's he on the there. field. He out there. He's exposed. He's out on his own. He's, he's got to take the hit. He's got to avoid people. He's got to tweak and twerk his body and do all these type things. That's a part of playing wide receiver. He So every as opposed to everyone saying it's a play he could get hurt, I say if he's the best one, it's another opportunity for him to score. It's another opportunity for him to move the chains. It's it's a first down that, that Kyle doesn't have to draw up. You get the ball in the hands of one of your playmakers that can do great things. And every punt returner, every really good punt returner in this league, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, offensive coordinators are trying to find ways to implement them into the offense. The only reason they're not playing offense is because they can't. Because if a guy, if if you believe that a guy can move the chains with the ball in his hand on a punt, you're going to try to find ways. If he's an offensive player, you are definitely going to try to find ways to get him in on your offense. Yeah, like well, say, that, he, that was he, that was yeah. that was something that was something I was missing last year, and that drove me crazy. Like, I came on this pod almost every week. It sure like, did. Seemingly, you sure like, did. And but I, I think it was more or less. It was, it was more or less Trent Taylor. He's, you know, not a part of the equation anymore. So, um, but it, 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 was, it was it was more or less, you know, when he was back there. But, I mean, I, I, you know, it wasn't just Taylor. I mean, there's other guys back there, too. That I was like, what, are, what, like, what are we doing? So, yeah, I, you, I mean, you definitely need something in there. Like, as opposed to getting negative yards or, or, or no yards, you know, every single time, um, like, it has to be a weapon, right? Like, and so that's kind of just what I was saying last year. Um, but then when I saw that on the depth chart, it kind of jumped out at me. I'm like, hmm, like, how do I feel about hey, this? Yeah, um, I don't, that's, that is, that, well, I can tell you right now, I just told you, that's, that's just, that is just crazy, crazy talk right there. If, if he's a football player, he's an offensive football player that's accustomed to catching, think about it. Most important thing on a punt return, catch the effing ball. Yeah, Rick that's the most important Rick thing. Rick told, told me that, you gotta, you gotta receive the ball. Best you got to you got to you cannot be catch challenged if you're a punt returner. That's the number one thing. Don't just hold on to that brown baby. Catch the ball. Now, every yard you get is a yard the offense doesn't have to make. You put the ball and we talk about BA in space and what you think he can do with the ball in space. Offensively, everybody, all the faithful, give it to him on the jet sweep. Let him do this, let him do that. This guy, you get the ball into his hands, he can make plays then why do you have a problem with an extra five, six times a game of him getting the ball in his hand to make a play? To make a play, yeah. That's that, That's just crazy talk. God, hey, please <laughs> stop it with that. Just miss me with that. That's some dumb shit. Oh, God. <laughs> that is a uh, fair point. Fair point by you, uh, Mr. Davis. <laughs> Um, on that note, uh, we, uh, <laughs> the Niners and the, Char- Niners and the, the, uh, Chiefs coming up preseason game number one, only three preseason games this year. Remember the schedule has changed obviously. So, uh, the first of three and it'll be the Niners and, uh, the Chiefs that'll be on Saturday. And so, um, maybe a little something to talk about there. Hopefully some guys jump out and stick out some of the young guys, uh, you know, or be able be able to show uh show some playmaking ability out there on uh on Saturday, and we'll see how much uh we'll, we we see if any of the regulars um you know the way preseason goes these days you hardly ever see yeah. those guys so uh we'll we'll see how all that plays out as well uh want to continue to remind you to download subscribe rate and review um we're located wherever you find your podcast if if you 
enjoy uh, this this uh, line of thinking in terms of how we present the Niners to you. Uh, if you enjoy uh, ED telling me how ridiculous uh, and, and dumb some of my thoughts and ideas and crazy they oh, are, no, go ahead and, no, and, no, no. and, and, and do that. <laughs> Um, you know and, what? I actually wasn't speaking to you. I was speaking to the people at the grocery you, store. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it because in this but, in this particular in this particular uh, example, I, I'm one of them. So I'll t- I'll take it. Okay. And, then, and, and, then and now, you know what? You, okay, you th- missed me but with that. Then but too. this is this is part of the <laughs> this is part of the uh the, the evolution of this pod. Like you know what I mean? Like sometimes, you know, sometimes you're able to talk me over to your side. Other times not so much. But sometimes you are. And so, you know, sometimes 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 you I need the the E D breakdown. And so uh okay. so yeah, I mean, you know, continue to download, subscribe, rate and review. Um hit us up on social media. I'm at our Haylock, he's at underscore Eric Davis underscore and on the old Instagram, I'm at watch Ray Ray, he is at underscore Bump and run. So from a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast. Of course, we're presented by Bet Online. We will see you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.